this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. Today's audio quality will be closer to my former episodes. I was trying the new feature they have, and I don't know, I just, I'm not sure if it's for us. We have a more, less refined kind of thing going here. I, it kind of felt funny to me, so if you like the new format that I was doing in the last few episodes, as far as sound quality, let me know. But if not, then we'll go back to this one. And it wasn't through the whole episode, but just some of them felt muffled. But today's episode is not about that. Today, we're going to talk about something really luscious. Actually, a few things that are luscious. So, if you're a non-drinker, this is not the episode for you. So get ready to open up your big book of stuff and go to the section set aside for adult beverages and fruit. Let's get started. This episode's sponsor is Lovely Realms Enterprises, located in Warren, Michigan. Purveyors of the very fine and unusual sort of event that those looking for the unexpected can appreciate. Lovely Realms Enterprises operates on the belief that people need a little magic and mystery in their lives. Watch for their events coming in 2023 or get in touch with them at lovelyrealmsenterprises at gmail.com We want to thank them for sponsoring today's episode and let's get to it. When I was younger, my dad, my daddy, um, the one who raised me, bought me this really beautiful book called World Tales. And of course, obviously, it was about world fairy tales. I'm a collector of world fairy tales. And there was a, a story that had one of the characters being seduced by fruit that had been soaked in wine and I've never forgotten that and over the years I've really become more fascinated with it now if you followed the podcast you know I'm not a drinker I don't really engage in intoxicants of almost any sort so I'm not that's not my thing but I can drink but when I was younger I used to love to macerate fruits in brandies and other alcohols So today's uh, sweet episode is going to be a specific concoction that is mine that I want to share with you. Just because I like it doesn't mean you have to like it. I'm not the boss of you, but I think you might like it. And if you try it, let me know how it goes for you. Alright? And I was really thinking before I decided to share this recipe 
what sponsor would go with this? What sponsor is, I want to say, adventurous enough and refined enough and still, I want to say, sexy enough to enjoy this recipe? And I found the best one. So you'll hear about that later. So let's start talking about ingredients. Okay, so now that we've gotten that out of the way as far as why I um, got fascinated with wine-soaked fruits and liquor-soaked fruits, let's get to the, today's recipe. And it, it was in, really was inspired by that book. The illustrations were marvelous. I just can't remember the name. Okay, back, back to the point. You're going to need some grapes, preferably red grapes, but it doesn't have to be. I like red grapes. It looks better for this whole thing, but alternately, you could use other kinds. You could use muscadines. It's up to you what you want to use. You're going to need a sweet red wine because you want to have that sweetness when it infuses the grapes. You're also going to want some pomegranate arrows, or as some people call them, pomegranate seeds. You're going to want uh, probably enough from about, I want to say, two full-size pomegranates. About the size of a softball would be the size you'd need if you only were using one. So if they're regular size baseballs, then two of those. Now for those of us who don't play baseball, who may not be in the U.S., then I guess we would say about the size of an orange. If you're not in the U.S. or if you're not in the standardized orange, um, then I would say probably about the size of two party crackers put together would be the amount of pomegranate you need in order to take out enough seeds for this recipe. You're going to need two pounds of grapes minimum. Three is better. And, and that's where we're going to start off. And then if you can get it, some rock sugar. If you cannot get rock sugar, you can use regular refined sugar. Do not use brown sugar. It does not work in this. Don't do it. So the next thing you're going to do is you're going to soak your grapes and your arrows or pomegranate seeds in the wine for at least 24 to 48 hours in a container. Preferably a sweet red wine, although you could use a sweet white, like a winter white. It's up to you. After this, and you're going to add the sugar as well. When you're ready to bring them out, serve this chilled in addition to whatever entree you're having. Again, I recommend a nice summer sausage and some good cheese, or maybe even something that could, you know, give you a little bit more fortitude, like a nice uh, cold plate. And then relax and enjoy the wonderful waves of relaxation and intoxication that this particular uh, fruit dessert can give you. It is very strong, I am warning you, so make sure you use moderation.
Now let's just say you don't have time for all of that. <clears throat> or maybe you're allergic to grapes. There are people who are allergic to grapes. Say no more. Get yourself some nice peaches. This is an alternate thing you can do. Remove the skins and depit them. You'll take the stone out. Now take these peaches and put them inside of a nice full jar of brandy. We're going to macerate them. Let those peaches really, really sit for about a week. At least, at the very least, even better, a month. Until they become completely saturated. It'll be really good, I promise. If you like, now remember, the peaches have a high sugar content already. But if you like, you can add a little something to give them a little spice. Maybe a bit of ginger or some cinnamon. Depends on your temperament if you can take things that are hot and spicy. If you add cinnamon, add the sticks, not the powder. And just one stick should be fine. When you're ready, serve them easily in a nice little jar. If you're adventurous, you could serve them over ice cream. Just heat them up. Just watch it, because remember, alcohol is flammable. You'd bake a peach of a host. Oh, come on, that wasn't that bad. Fine. It was just a little mom joke. Now, I feel that it is very important to stress that the peaches should be going into a hard liquor, like a brandy, a vodka, even a rum. I am not advising you to put peaches in wine. In this particular episode, I am specifically saying put the peaches in a hard liquor. As far as the rum goes, it can be black rum, it can be white rum, although some people call it dark rum, it's not the same. It can be spiced rum. You can even put them in moonshine. Just understand, the peach will take on the flavor. So you don't want to go too far. Because even though the peaches flavor the liquor, the liquors also flavor the peach. And when it's too strong, it just doesn't taste good. It just, it really doesn't. So use your own judgment. Make sure it's high proof, preferably 100 proof. At the least, I'd say 80 proof. And enjoy. Now, we're not going to continue with other drink recipes right now. Because this was supposed to be a small episode. If you want to know more about drinks, adult beverages, then we can do another episode later. I'm releasing this episode a little bit late, as I didn't want people to overdo it for the holidays. 
I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope we can enjoy things together. I love spending times with my friends here, and we're friends, right? So, have a drink on me. As they used to say when they would listen to uh, ACDC. And I look forward to seeing you here again on my magical cottagecore life.